Welcome to episode 43. If you haven't noticed, it's been a hot second actually since my birthday back in July from when there was a regularly dropped new episode of Your Routine Queen podcast. I hope you've been binge listening to some past episodes. Actually, since my birthday, we've had another 500 listens of the podcast. So even though I haven't been putting out new stuff, it seems like some of you have been going back into the archives and grabbing some really great episode experiences. And in about later this month, I would say, I'm going to be coming on and talking about the new and improved, like the revisioning of what the podcast will be going forward. You're going to see some changes to topics and changes to how I lay things out, but I'm really excited nonetheless. But before I jump into kind of new approach, we're going to finish out this season with some beautiful, beautiful episodes. And this very first episode coming out to you is with Corby Mitlead, and it's just a gem if you are someone who needs to hear from someone who's like further along in the process of growing a business around her gifts. This is going to be really inspiring for you. If you are someone who's ever toyed around with being a guest on podcasts as a way to grow your own experience and expertise, this is going to be great for you. So without further ado, we're going to hop into it. This is Chelsea Fournier, aka Your Routine Queen. I believe that every aspect of running an online business can be broken down into a routine or a ritual that you can create, master, and either love or delegate to someone who does. I help lightworkers build or rebuild the foundation of an online business that will be able to scale to consistent 5K months, 10K months, and beyond. You too can run an online business for purpose and profit, helping your sole clients without putting yourself on the back burner. If you are a sensitive soul, an empath, a healer, a guide, and you want to make a huge impact but don't want to lose yourself in the process or subscribe to the hustle culture of most online marketers, I hope you stick around. Let's jump into this episode together. Welcome to this interview feature episode of Your Routine Queen podcast. I'm really excited for this conversation because not only is, is the woman that we're going to be speaking with just such a powerhouse and been in really the spiritual entrepreneurship world for maybe more longer, right, than, than some of us and has seen a real transformation, uh, but this topic that we're going to cover of how to get your name out there as an expert in your space around podcast guesting, which we are literally demonstrating through this interview, is going to be a really powerful one that you can actually start implementing right away. And so we're going to be talking with Corby Mitlide, and she is a certified tarot master, psychic medium, teacher, and ordained minister. She has been reading for 50 years and is a full-time intuitive counselor with clients worldwide. And so, Corby, thank you so much for being here and having this conversation with my listeners. I really appreciate it. Oh, it's a great way to start a week. Thank you right? for asking. We're recording this on a Monday, and I was just saying, I'm so glad we're here to kick off our Monday energy together. Because once you get to know Corby and her smile, you're like, ooh, what else can we do together? <laughs> so tell us your story. You have been in your profession, I would say, as a veteran, and you've seen a lot of things change. Just talk us through a little bit about how you got into you know, doing what you do professionally, because I know that there's lots of people who are listening who may be doing some aspects or something related to what you offer, but maybe nervous about stepping into running it as a business. So just talk us through, how did you set up and start your own business doing this? Well, um, to truncate the usual 30-second elevator speech, sure. uh, the kick started at nine with a book called The Witch Family. Okay. I read it. There's magic in the world. 
back in 1973 when I was a senior in high school. And yes, darlings, that tells you how old I am. <laughs> we were all hippies. They had the James Bond 007 tarot deck at Spencer Gibson. I bought it. And my thing was the stories that they told. Words have always been my drug of choice. Ah. And I was you know, theater major at Brown, so I know how to do character arcs. So tarot was gorgeous for me. Yeah. So for 20 years, I read for friends, didn't charge, just learned how to keep my ego out of the way. All of a sudden in the early 90s, I could do hands-on healing and talk to dead people with no training. I always say that's when the universe handed me my draft notice, said you're working for wow. us. Wow. No, I did not jump into it full-time right away. I did it part-time, uh -huh. learning my craft, making sure that I could make some kind of a living at it. Meanwhile, I was an actress, an author, an inspirational speaker, a writer for the graphic novel series, ElfQuest, an executive recruiter, a legal assistant, you name it. But 9-11 is when I looked at my husband and I said, I need to do this work full time. Wow. People need to know there are other answers out there. He said, I believe in you, go do it. So for one more year, 70 hours a week corporate, evenings and weekends psychic. In 2002, wow. yeah. I hung up my shingle permanently yeah. I now work six days a week, 14 hours a day. I read about a thousand people a year and I get to get up in the morning. I don't have to get up in the morning. And that's going to be your first key. If you don't love this, please enjoy it on the side, but there will be other people who will want to go deep dish diving in. Mm. Well, and I think what you just said is really important because you don't have to monetize everything that you love. If you just love doing readings or offering support or doing breath work for people, you don't have to, unless it's in, right. I get to, I choose to, this is my sole purpose calling me forward. Mm -hmm. But if you are, then let's talk about, you know, when you started, let's kind of fast forward to when you started at least doing it part-time. Mm -hmm. How did you start getting your name out there? Did you just say like, hey, I do readings. Like, you know, we didn't out have there, live it, videos or podcasts back then. This right? was when I was in Atlanta. Okay. So it was, you had the uh, little triple flyers that were printed on paper. Sure. Um, and I, you know, you had the templates at a home. There is, was and is a gorgeous, magnificent shop called Phoenix and the Dragon run by uh, Candace Apple down in uh, an Atlanta suburb. Oh. And that's where I started really putting my name out. Okay. When I moved from uh, Atlanta back up to upstate New York, is when I started looking for the little psychic fairs to do. Okay. My website I've had since 2000. Wow. So I knew right away, website is what you need to do. Yeah. And your cards go everywhere with you. You cannot be ashamed or embarrassed or scared about what you do. Will other people be upset? Mm. Yeah, some of them will be. Mm -hmm. But... You know, my two magic phrases are thank you for sharing. You may think that if you wish, if you want to do this, you have got to believe in yourself because we do not have a better business bureau for psychics. Hmm. Now, if you have a specialty where you can get what I call paper trained, mm -hmm. do it. Yeah, sure. um, when I became a member of the American Tarot Association, mm -hmm. that kicked things up, the Tarot Guild. I uh, got a certification originally from the Tarot Certification Board of America. They're on hiatus, but now the Tarot Guild will also give you certifications. And when you can hang up that little piece of paper, yeah. what it does is it reassures your clients that you're not Madam Hoo-ha, fly yeah. by night. Wow, interesting. And there's so many, you know, people who listen to this podcast are in 
all rem realms of you know shaman herbalism uh breath work uh cyclical and you're gonna have there's you're gonna have certifications yes yeah absolutely. absolutely very cool and so then so i heard you speak about fairs and so mm -hmm. Uh, I know that you have some books and resources about how to really maximize that in person. Like if you, if someone's listening and I know we're going to spend most of our time talking about more of the podcast guesting, but mm -hmm. you, have, did you find that showing up to those in-person fairs and really mastering the presence and the purpose of that really was a big part of starting to go full time from our conversation, right? It was. And it enabled me, you know, I was on the road for 18 years. My nickname was the travel channel. Wow, because it was 45 weeks a year. Yes. Wow. But what that did is that primed the pump mm. so that when I had to move my business online summer of 19 because of a back injury, but then what did we have in March of 2020, but the year of yeah. murder, hornet, bingo and hold my beer. Right. Um, I was there. I've done yeah. better since 2020 than I ever did on the road. For one thing, I, you know, my overhead went way down. Oh, for sure. And the exhaustion level on me cats. <laughs> and the husband, not in that order. Um, exactly. But when I started going on the road, I was 47. I'm mm -hmm. 67 now and the body can't sure. take it anymore. Sure, sure. So realize you're not going to, if you say, I'd really like to be at home, but I'll go on the road some. Yeah. You do not have to go as full goose bozo as I did. And you don't have mm -hmm. to go as long. Yeah. But when you go out there, you are reaching people that you might not have reached otherwise. Yeah. And word of mouth truly is one of the best ways for an intuitive to get known because yeah. that is where people are reassured we're not fake gypsies. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah. And so you you said that you've had your website since um, 2000, roughly. Mm -hmm. And so were you doing readings at that point over the phone? Like if somebody in you know any country just reached out and said have you been supporting yes. nationally internationally so if somebody that you met at an you know one of these fairs maybe you were on the road out in california and then you were able to actually do the support did, um, i'm guessing it was like yes. freeconferencecall.com or something back then yes or they or they would just call me on the phone yeah you know, okay kind cool. of thing okay uh now admittedly i had a massive advantage Mm -hmm. because Robert Schwartz found me in 2002 and I was one of the channels in his book series on pre-birth planning. That's how my international level got kicked ah, up. Okay. But you don't have to do that. Yeah, People yeah. say, you know, sh you should have a book. Well, it's helpful if you do. Yeah, yeah. But do not ever think that there is only one way to do everything. Mm. I am not your typical psychic. Mm. So... But the thing is, and I want all of you to do that, figure out your flavor, yeah. figure out your twist, what you do that it, it's just so natural. You wake up in the morning and it all, it's already there. Yeah. That's yeah. how you will stand out from the crowd. Yeah. And you don't need to be in a book to figure out who you are. That's so true. And there's, you know, I tell my clients that there's 10,000 ways to make $10,000 a month. Many people are shooting for that six figure year mm -hmm. and it could be selling a low level membership to a lot of people. It could be doing one-on-one -on -one readings on high volume. It could be doing group programs. And so similar in the exposure and getting expertise, what's interesting is that the, you know, that one feature with that book what, what kind of kickstarted, but what you've been doing is I actually was looking at your website and you've been a guest 
on over 300 or maybe even more by now podcasts in the last few years. So that's just another form of getting like a stamp of approval, credibility, no like and trust. And so tell us a bit about how did you just wake up one morning and say, I want to go talk on podcasts or how did it evolve? No, no. remember <laughs> theater major. One of the reasons I'm not a professional actress now is because I found I have a lot more fun saying what I wanted to say than spouting lines. A script, right? So, right. So I joke about it, but the God's honest truth is I love the idea that somebody will invite me on the airwaves and I get to shoot my mouth off and have fun. Right. That's what and then someone might, might happen to hear you and say, oh, I want more of that in my life, but you're just having fun doing yes. it too. That, you know, I, I'll tell you, if it ain't fun, don't do it is truly one of my, my cores. Now, because I've been doing it since Moses was in diapers, I know my subjects really, really well. Yeah. So I don't just have, I'm not a one trick pony. I can talk about mm. my self-help book, how to make friends with stress, uh, clarity, adaptability, simplicity. I can talk about how to make sure you can have a good psychic reading. There are 60 bazillion books on psychic development. Mm -hmm. As far as I know, there is no other book out there that tells someone who wants to use intuitive counseling, this is what we can do, this is what we can't, this is mm -hmm. how to stay safe, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, cool. And the third book was I'm coming off the road, kids, but why should you have to reinvent the wheel? So I wrote down in a book, everything I knew from 18 years on the road. And you can also make it work off the road. Yeah. So right there, I've got six or seven possible things I can talk about yeah. with a podcaster. So yeah. that's first. Yeah. Then, you know, podcasting is so supported now. I am in six different groups on Facebook about podcasting. I've joined Podmatch and Matchmaker and Podcast yeah. Collaborative, uh, Collaborative and Women in Podcasting. Does it cost me some money like memberships every year? Yeah. yeah. But the payback from the readings I get, mm -hmm. the connections I get, the books I sell, yeah. to me, that's worth it, especially yeah. since... I'm now no longer doing the, it used to be 50% overhead when you were on the road. Right, you don't need the hotel, the eating out. So if you're in the, a couple of the, Your front person, exactly, yeah. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, but you have to have everything prepped. One of the reasons that I read as many, I get as many podcasts as I do yeah. is because I've got a raft of templates. Mm -hmm. I do the prospecting every day. Who okay. wants to, And but it's not who will put me on their show. It's who wants to play with me? Your yeah. attitude on this is the big thing between one a month and 13 a month. It wow. is. So what I just heard, routine queen over here, what I mm -hmm. just heard is you developed some infrastructure, so some templates. Mm -hmm. And I'm guessing, do you have a list of podcasts that you desire to be on? And what you're saying is you pitch yourself to them or talk us through that routine that you just kind of- I don't have a list. Okay. I don't have a list. What I do is I go on to each of the uh, places mm -hmm. and I see who's there Yeah. and I'll probably pitch five to 10 of them a week, but it's okay. not effort because I've already got the templates and the yeah. template is key for you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now, how do I put my template? Well, first of all, what are they going to ask you? Everybody is going to want your bio. Right. Everybody is going to want your headshot everybody is going to want a little idea of 
what you want to talk to them about. Yeah. So let's take um, my template for You've Got the Magic Who Needs a Genie. That's my book on holistic expo success. So right in the beginning, I have six key points. Mm. Things like there have been no specific guidebooks for people who do holistic expos. There are certain ethical decisions that are involved that may not be obvious. So those are the things I try to teach. Then I've got 18 sample questions. Hmm. Things like, what are some of the major misconceptions about starting a business as an intuitive or a light worker? Do costs for a light worker differ from those of a normal trade show vendor? Now, one of the most important things is, these are great for having as sample questions for those podcasters who are rookies or do not know how to interview well. But you have to be ready for them to springboard off that. Yeah. Okay. Then you've got takeaways. And again, I have six takeaways. Professionalism is as important in the light worker business as anywhere else. The intangibles of a career are as important as the clients, the cash and the venue. So it's like the idea of a lecture. This is what I'm going to tell you. I'm telling you, this is what I told you. And then there's the bio. And then I've got uh, some good professional headshots. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole thing. Yeah. When you pitch, you need to be able to put it in some kind of a short pitch. It doesn't hurt to have them ready to go. You don't have to make it completely different for everybody. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's look at the pitch I have for You've Got the Magic. Okay. You've got the magic who needs a genie has been 18 years and 450,000 miles in the making. Mm. It's a treasure trove of everything I've learned about being a road warrior on the holistic expo circuit that helps me scale the twin mountains of metaphysical, A-lister, and business master. Need a bigger audience for your psychic work? Looking to showcase your healing skills for a larger client base? Would bringing your holistic creations offline and directly into people's hands take your work to the next level? Whether you've just started in the field or you're a seasoned light worker, this is the book packed with clear, useful information and suggestions so you can make every expo a five-star experience. Then they have the link to my one page, which right now happens to be on Podman. Now, see what you've done. Number one, when you are this prepared, Mm -hmm. you are going to have that podcast host sighing in relief. They're not going to have to pull things out like, you know, loose teeth at the dentist. <laughs> um, how you craft it word wise is going to give them an idea of how you speak. Mm. When they say, well, you know, I'm going to need a blah, 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 you know, bio, etc. They think it will take you weeks to get it. If you say, nope, great, got it in hand. I'll have it to you in five minutes. And as soon as you finish with them, boom, they have the template. They have the digital copy of your book. If there is one and they have your headshot, they will love you. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's not that hard. When you love what you do, when you know that you're good at what you do, because you must mm-hmm. believe that, mm-hmm. then they're going to want to come and play in your sandbox. Yeah. They really will. Yeah. And I, I think everything that you're saying is so powerful because it is about, you know, if you just started your business and you don't know what topics you want to talk on, 
it can be too soon to say I want massive exposure. You need some layer mm -hmm. of foundation of, you know, even if you're not someone who's as good at words as Corby, maybe you can hire someone to help you if you need to. But for most of us, it's like, you know your topic, you know the person that you're working with. Mm -hmm. If you're a little bit too soon, you've maybe had one or two clients, like, to be honest, you may not be ready for massive exposure, but you're not far from it. You're a little bit of experience under your belt. You're getting clear on the topics that really highlight you. And maybe just talk through every time I bring on a guest, I say, great. If people want to learn more about you or do you have a free resource similar to the topic we're talking about? And so how do you, I know that you have several different topics. So mm -hmm. how do you kind of navigate? Do you have a freebie, an opt-in, like a thing related to each of the topics? Or do you have just a couple core things that you know generally you can um, maybe speak to at the end of an interview that draws people in? Well, um, I do so many things. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I would love to have a virtual assistant 24-7 right? because it's one of the happy curses of having a hell of a lot of talents because I got a bunch. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I have on my website is you can go, you can learn about my books and I always let you download a free chapter to see if it tastes oh. good to you. Yep. Um, I have had a you know, six hour intensive that I have taught live mm -hmm. and that's how to be an A-lister mm. uh, at expos. Yeah. But um, these days I can do a one-on-one -on -one to teach you some of the things I know. Yeah. And um, I know that specifically for podcasts, if I can be horribly, horribly nose in the air, ain't yeah. nobody does it like I do. They yeah. don't. Yeah. So at this point, I have been asked by several people, are you going to put together at least a simple podcast yeah, sure. teaching? And yes, I will. I'm doing it now. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you- There's only you, so if much time in the day. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, so what I'm going to tell your folks yeah. is write to me, Corby at CorbyMidline.com. Yeah. Put in the subject line, want to learn about podcasts. Yeah. And I'm going to keep that list. And it will not be many more weeks before I put together some kind of a Zoom class mm -hmm. where you can come and we'll just pick it apart. You can ask me live questions. Yeah. I am not someone who loves pontificating. I'm, I'm a facilitator. I want the Q&A back and forth yeah. synergy and excitement. Um, it's one of the things I do with my Patreon. Yeah. Every month, the nest, I'm, I'm a raven mama, oh, okay. the nest meets and we do tarot or we've got it like last uh, month, it was a guest of my favorite astrologer who did a Q&A astrology 101 yeah. so but we all work it together but yeah. if you are interested in a specific two-hour course on yeah. teach me about podcasting yeah write to me corby at corbymidline.com rayline teach me about podcasting and give me your information and i will put one together and you will be the first one to know and i promise you it's not going to be six thousand nine hundred forty two dollars <laughs> That's I, very I put specific, it, but also very yes. high. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's something that I love that I feel like you and I have in common that, you know, 
I think that there's a lot of women out there, and especially in the spiritual entrepreneur space, mm -hmm. who may or may not be sitting here saying, I want to have a seven-figure business. There's lots of really beautiful coaches and mentors, but some of the people listening here are saying, wow, I'd love to be able to do this full-time. I'd love to be able to get to five to 10K months. And what I love, part of my commitment is helping people to fund their family values. And that mm -hmm. may grow into, I want a large team and a VA 24 seven, but it also may just mean, hey, you know, you pricing something accessible, me pricing mm -hmm. something accessible, it helps those women who are newer, but do have stretch goals to get the resources yes. they need without going into massive debt. But there is one thing that I, from my other book, Psychic Elbrick yeah. Road, that I want to stress. Yeah. Do not fall for the whiny butt people that come to you and say, well, what you're doing is spiritual work and it's a gift from God and you shouldn't be charging. I love that you're saying this. This is like my soapbox. I want to hear your, your approach to this. Oh, so absolutely. When you hear someone say that, how do you, how do you handle it? Um, other than hit them upside the head with a clue brick, <laughs> you know, it's when somebody says that, yeah, I say, yeah, it's true. People used to do it for free. Yeah. That's because people would bring them a chicken or a cloak <laughs> or some firewood. I don't need right, that. Right. So, um, you know, it's the Why chapter called. Why do you think called... that exists still? Why do you think there's so many in the healing space who just feel latched onto that wound of like a energetic exchange is not appropriate? For the same reason that artists are. Yeah. They, any, if you are an accountant that you charge for doing taxes, nobody questions that. Yeah. But some of the things we hear, how about doing a reading for less? At least you're not, you know, you're getting paid. Can my friend and I have a reading together and only pay for one? Uh, Here, do a free reading for me. And if I'm impressed, I'll tell all my friends about you. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot. But I really want a reading. And they stand there and they watch you waiting for you to offer them a deal. Or like I said, why won't you give me a free reading? You're just not very spiritual. Yeah. Now, I want you guys to think about switching the business. Hmm. How does it sound? To the hairstylist. How about doing a cut for less money? At least you're not standing around. To the plumber, how about you change the pipes in my bathroom sink and replace my dishwasher, but I only pay for one service call. To your cleaning lady, clean my house a couple of times for free. If I think it's good enough, I'll tell everyone how good you are. Yeah. To the dress shop owner, wow, that's a lot for the dress, but I really want it for my party. Stop, stare, wait. And my favorite, why won't you see me for free? You're a doctor. You'd rather I just got sick and died. And everybody says, that's Whoa. insane. <laughs> and I say, that's, so that's right, though. it is no different for you it's so true okay. and some of the like i mean you know in your work there's life-changing transformations that can happen with the guidance that you offer that so many of my listeners like they see the testimonials or the just the transformations of people coming in and saying like oh my gosh that literally changed my life or saved my life and yeah. then you're supposed to just say okay but how about half off like it doesn't make any sense no. but there is that tension when a good reader is with you. Their yeah. ego is on the shelf. They are completely one point focused on you with compassion yeah. and they are pulling out all the stops to help you. Yeah. When I do a psychic fair, yeah. it's an 11 hour day and I'm an A-lister. So I'm reading 20 to 25 people. Wow. That's exhausting. Yes, yeah. I'm going to get paid for it. Yeah. And so should you. You yeah. may not 
be paid as much as I am because I've been in the business for half a century and I have enough paper training to, you know, do a powder room, but you deserve to get paid. You do. If you're professional, reasonably accurate and courteous. Yeah. So I have a question, you know, everybody's business has changed in the, whatever we want to call the last two years. Oh, honey. But, and so you stepped off the road. And mm-hmm. then you stepped into having this um, this desire and, and really a routine yeah. and a commitment to making mm-hmm. the podcast guesting really work for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And so how has it impacted your business? Do you see a big drop off because you were relying so much on the in-person or has the podcast guesting mm-hmm. really? Podcast guesting has helped. Yeah. It really has. Um, I don't need to read as many people as I used to because I don't have as much of an, an overhead. Yeah, yeah. And at 67, my stamina is not quite what it used to be. Yeah, sure. But I read as many people as I want. Mm-hmm. Some months, as my friend from Arizona used to say, some, some months chicken, some months feathers. Mm-hmm. But it does balance out. Mm-hmm. Um, the podcasts bring me to the attention of people who wouldn't know me. Yeah. They hear what I have to say and they say, I have to read her book. Mm-hmm. So this is your way to send out smoke signals to those who wouldn't see you otherwise and say, over here. Yeah. Well, in in my group program, Align to Ignite, I think it's module 18, where I I teach different ways that you can get out there. And what we're really speaking about is creating evergreen breadcrumbs. So evergreen meaning, you know, if you're only, I'm a big fan of, of using social media, but if you're only relying on social media, I mean, Corby, you could put out a beautiful post or a reel that goes viral and three days from now, people can't go find it. They can't search Corby's post on how to do an expert. Like it's not searchable. And mm-hmm. what I love, especially if you're working with, you know, podcasters who are putting together good um, show notes, or maybe they're using search engine optimization, like you're putting yourself out there mm-hmm. instead of you creating a podcast yourself. Now, I would mm-hmm. love to hear, I, I think you have had a podcast I have. in the past. What do you enjoy yep. more? What What's different between? Oh, I much own? prefer being being a guest because okay. I was for Empower Radio and I had a show for three, four years and I am a terrific interviewer. And I, I realized guess, yeah. at the end of those years, you know what? I'm making them all look brilliant and I'm bupkis, yeah. Yeah. bus fair. Yeah. So I decided, no, I'd rather go out there and do that. And you know, when you talk about Evergreen, yeah. one of the things that podcasters really appreciate, if you go to my website, You'll see where uh, there is a menu item called Where's Corby that not only has where I am when I'm doing something live, but it has an evergreen list of every podcast I've done that is still available. Now, you know, it's about half of what I've done completely because sometimes they get lost Mm. or the site is taken down. But when I'm on alternate realities and the guys know that as soon as it's up, they will go on my website and so all of my people will be able to find them directly that's another way a of keeping the message fresh b creating goodwill because Mm -hmm. that is diamonds and platinum Mm -hmm. and c showing other podcasters who say well are you any good you just say Mm -hmm. go look at that page right right yeah and so you're really speaking to a lot of online marketing strategies. Does this stuff just come naturally to you? Have you worked in learning, you know, really honed your craft around the marketing or talk us through, like no. these are great well, strategies that you're speaking about. 
Um, I will go where I have fun. I love yeah. a sandbox. Yeah. Um, I joke about the fact that I'm a Pisces moon with a Virgo, uh, Pisces sun with a Virgo moon and a Virgo rising, which means I'm a flake, but I'm a really organized flake. Um, <laughs> you are very organized. <laughs> and I am fun. Look, I, one of my keys, guys, is I am funny. Yeah. I have done stand-up comedy about you think a psychic's life is easy. Yeah. Um, so anything that works, I pounce on it. Yeah. You know, I take a note from my main coon cats. Oh, look, cat that mouse, boom. Right? Um, and if it doesn't work, I go, eh, next. I mean, one of the things I did several years ago is I wanted to teach. Mm. So I had a whole roster of classes that I could teach. Yeah. And sometimes they would take off because I wasn't as well known as a Wayne Dyer. Yeah, sure. Um, very often, these things, I'd put all the effort into it and it would get canceled. So I simply said, all right, that is not my, my forte next. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I didn't yeah. look at it as a failure. Yeah. It's just, that's not the road. Mm -hmm. And I found what works for me. What works for me is writing. Um, I'm on medium.com and I blog almost every day, but you know, what's interesting. Yeah. I don't, I'm not part of the medium partnership program where you get paid for it Yeah. because to me, putting the information out there is more important than making a few extra dollars mm. because people will if you don't pay for medium you can still read all of my articles oh i see yep yep and i find that the backdoor yeah. income is much better yeah and so what i'm really hearing is that you're very open to looking at different methods of how you can draw people in because you know what you do is good it's going to mm -hmm. offer really amazing value and so you're not overwhelming yourself with doing everything but you're willing to try something and f really sense how it feels, if it's drawing in good kind of return on investment, whether that's mm -hmm. investment of time. And so how do you, if you were to think, you know, a couple years from now, mm -hmm. how do you desire to make your online presence even more scalable or even more meaningful? I'm sure at some point you want to layer in some uh, passive income or, you know, not having to be doing, not, I don't want to say having, but at some point you may choose no, having to do this, reading, readings yeah. <laughs> as you can um, do. Well, it, you know, the world is changing so rapidly. We have never yeah. seen this. So everything yeah. Yeah. is, as they said in the forties, a crapshoot. Yeah. Um, I will always want to be able to do readings. I love the one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. I would love to be able to put together uh, like on Udemy or Learn It Live, the, I'll call it, canned lessons. Yeah. I am not as good with the technical stuff mm -hmm. as I need to be. And people say, well, it's easy to learn. But to be honest, yeah. if that's not where my heart is, yeah. I would rather have someone else put it together for me or find another way to do yeah. it. What you just and said is so important. Like, yeah, you can't do everything. I, there's so many spiritual entrepreneurs who I, you know, I just need more clients. I just need more clients. But then when it comes down to looking at how they're spending their time, they're spending like seven hours a week in the back end of their freaking Kajabi and they can't figure it out. And it's like, girlfriend, you got to outsource mm -hmm. that so you have time for more readings. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? If it's a little more expensive than you thought, it's okay. Yeah. Um, let's, you know, I just redid my website. It was very heavy, stodgy 2015. Sure. to wow baby yes. 2022 yeah. and I interviewed a lot of people but the person that I found her yeah. name is Kirsten Ivitz okay. she runs the divine in the design why did I choose her because she does what we do she yeah. understands soul aligned businesses yep yep so 
for me, it was worth putting a little on the credit card to have something that spectacular yeah. that it is going to draw in huge numbers of people. Yeah. And it truly becomes an asset. Like that's what I, I like to help people who are running an online business understand once you create a program, you know, like for me, my Align to Ignite program, it's 21 modules and, you know, there is live, there's coaching, there's masterminding. But once I've designed mm -hmm. those modules and all the worksheets, I don't have to design them again. I can go back and tweak them, you know, update if anything changes on social media I need to update on. Mm -hmm. But you create an asset and the same with you know, all of these templates you're speaking about around podcasting, those are assets. Your website yep. is an asset. And then it becomes, how do I find a way that lights me up to bring more eyeballs to these assets? And for you, it sounds like guest podcasting has really been a fantastic uh, method. And you're really adopting a routine around how to get more yeses to your to your pitch, if you will. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Your website is important. Yeah. It is. Are you going into a meeting with your hair washed and a good looking outfit or are you a schlep? Yeah. yeah. So yes, you're, no matter how much podcasting you want to do, make sure that if they go to your website, even if it's one page, it yeah. reflects you the yeah. way you want to be seen. Yeah, absolutely. And so we've talked about the fact that you have uh, a routine around kind of organizing, getting yourself out there. And since you're mm -hmm. on routine, your routine queen podcast, let's talk about what's one other routine that you feel like you have really honed that serves you in your business? And then second will be, what's one area of your business or life that you wish you had more routine on? Because it's always good to know there's room for growth. Okay. One of the routines, believe it or not, is I give myself Wednesdays off. I used to work seven days a week. All my life, I've always either had two jobs or one job that should be two jobs. But giving myself that Wednesday I mean, I joke, I say, I don't care if you're dying, I'll send you to another minister or another, or another psychic. What that does is that reminds me who I am. It gives yeah. me time for self-care. Yeah. Uh, when my husband was still working, it was always date day for us or date night. Yeah. So there was yeah. time for family. Yeah. So please allow yourself boundaries. Learn to say no, no is a fabulous idea. Because if you say, sentence if you need it to be, <laughs> yes, when you say no to somebody who is yeah. disrespecting your boundaries, you're saying yes to yourself. Mm -hmm. I love that. And what was the other thing that so what, what I wanted is, to what? What is one area of your life or business you wish you had more routine that you could grow into having routine? Um, I really wish that I was better at putting together the uh, modules, as you say, yeah. the, um, the Insta, I'll call them Insta classes because can yeah, sure. sounds like canned laughter. Yeah. <laughs> um, because it's a matter of all the little dinkitude, dink with mm -hmm. this, dink with that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm a visionary. I want to paint things in big strokes. Don't make me erase my pencil. It'll drive me nuts. Right. So yeah. that's, that's why the virtual assistant someday. Oh yeah. 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 Yep. That's awesome. my dream. Awesome. I love that. And that can even break down into a delegation routine. So for me, every Monday, mm -hmm. I just did this the, my, uh, this morning, I check in. I have an assistant right now who's helping my entire website and business is run through a software called Kartra. And so mm -hmm. I have a specialist who's helping me do that. And OK, it's Monday. I got to check in and make sure she has everything she needs and what videos do I need to record. And and so even just getting to a place of having routine of having a team member at that level can take mm -hmm. like, oh, I've got to step back and not be a crappy boss and dump it all on her last minute. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I have been the uh, right hand to more snotty son of a bitch CEOs than I can possibly tell you because yeah. they all said, oh, you're a New Yorker. We'll give you the tough guy. 
but I learned. And so now I know exactly what it takes to be a really good boss that doesn't get walked on either. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Well, I really hope that listeners have gotten some amazing takeaways. One that I'm taking away is that you can do in person and online and straddle those, but each of them is going to have their own micro decisions, planning, prepping. And so we, we will put a link um, to your book. And also uh, I'll put in the show notes in case you didn't catch it. If you do have interest in this type of support or course that Corby is speaking about, I'll put her email address and that you can put in the subject line. Like I want to learn about podcasting because she's going to start a list about how to support people in that when it launches. Is there anything else? Where can people see you most active? I know you mentioned a couple of things that you do. If someone wants to learn more from you, where should they go? Oh, good God, Chelsea, they can't avoid me. Yeah. Um, it's all- Go to her beautiful website. <laughs> everything is under Corby Mitleid. The website, Patreon, YouTube, Twitter, pod, uh, Pinterest, Instagram, mm. uh, YouTube, fi- Facebook. Yeah. On Facebook, it's Corby Mitleid Psychic at Fire Through Spirit. That's the business page. The other one is okay. where I talk about baking recipes and cats, and you don't want that. <laughs> I don't know. Right. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you so much for being here. If there was one last just piece of advice or a nugget, if someone is sitting here listening and saying, I know I'm good at what I do. I want to get more eyeballs, more ears, more people knowing what I do. What what would you just share of inspiration in your years of doing this? How would you inspire someone to stick with getting their name out there? If you love what you do, if you value what you do, if you know, damn it, I am good at this and they need me then you just carry your flag. You find your sentence of passion, why you're doing it and you run. My sentence of passion is cross the bridge from fear to fearlessness and fly. When I can take somebody from point A to point B when they thought they couldn't make it, I'm living my bliss. And baby, that is high octane gas. That absolutely is. That's an amazing share. Corby, thank you so much for being on here today. I'm sure you'll get lots of people coming through to find you and chase you down because you have so much value to give. And uh, I appreciate you being here on the podcast. Well, thanks for asking because I had a blast. Mm, Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It really means a lot to me to have you part of this community. Make sure to tune in every Tuesday and subscribe to your Routine Queen podcast wherever you typically listen to podcasts so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Remember, routines and rituals are your friend and part of the path to the next level version of you that is already calling in the business and life that you desire and deserve. See you on the next one.